0: Yeah, okay. Uh, welcome back, guys, to the Brian and Kai podcast. And, yeah, uh, we a lot of things happened, and the other sisters right, jumped right into it. Um, so, yeah. First of all, I want to talk about your haircut, Kai, because, you know, <laughs> what? Um, bro, you look like uh, like one of those BTS uh, oh, yeah. guys. I'm highly inspired. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, really, I really like it this way. I think it's much better. I think it's much better <laughs> than the long hair. And man. by the way, like, do you have a uh, like a hair hair routine or something? Like, do you use some creams or like? I put uh, I put some
1: oil. Thank you, thank you for mentioning my hair. <laughs> yeah, bro, fuck yeah. Oh man, I'll give you a very uh. very short funny story though. So okay. like, because this Asian hairstyle, it tend to make us look a bit younger. Mm. In, in a way, you know, when I had long hair, it does. I look I, it I look fairly older, does. right? And so yeah. we were at the set the other day for shooting and it, it was a really yeah. big set. We had like hundreds of people, right? Yeah. But I was the I was yeah. director, okay? And okay. The, they have small teams dealing with small stuff. So not everyone knows who I am. Yeah. So we, because we we're just shooting the, the, the whole event and thing. And then I remember yeah. we were at the dark, it was like 10 p.m. and we were outside, it was so dark. And I was just yeah. uh, texting my wife or something, I, I, I believe. And then one of the, the manager for a small team, saw me and thought I was one of the, the assistants for, for the team. And he just came straight up scolding me. Like, what the hell are you doing here? You, you, you're trying to, like, waste time of really? everyone. And, oh, my God. It was so funny, though. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then what happened? Like, and when like, told everyone was telling me that I look like a, a university kid. Because in, in Taiwan, every university student, they like, you know, as you said, BTS... You know Korean hair yeah so all yeah, the yeah, younger yeah. <laughs> people they get this type of hairstyle. so they thought I was those interns. Oh. and then, and then I, it happened twice actually like two people oh, came shit. up to me and tell me to deal with the interns, uh, like the works for the interns and it was just so funny
0: <laughs> but I mean I, I mean like even if you were an intern why would he scold you you know because they like were all, all the
1: intern was supposed to do something else and I was there alone like ah. I was dealing with my own self and then they they, okay, they okay, thought okay. that I was trying to like you know be, be lazy and stuff but anyways speaking of interns
0: yeah uh, I am an intern <laughs> 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 um, yeah man it's it's been going great uh, it's been going great I've been like really busy yeah. uh, with work You know, you you don't kind of, you don't kind of measure how much time does like a full time take because you would think, okay, it's like, it's a nine to five, right? But at the beginning that that's what you have in your mind. But when you go, when you actually start to going to work every day and like, there are a lot of things that take time that you don't kind of count, such as like getting ready and like commuting and like uh, waking up and dressing up and doing all these things and even staying after work sometimes to like finish some things and the pressure Mm -hmm. of work and so you come back even like mentally drained right you just don't want to but talk to anyone do, you, do you want to talk about what, what
1: kind of work you're doing right now like what, what is doing?
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, i'm actually i'm actually editing mm-hmm. and yeah I, so so at the beginning of my internship like like the way it worked is that they they gave me like very little tasks at the beginning and then i just kept on like going up and up and up and up and eventually like now I'm editing a short film, right? But what, what kind of company, like, what, what do they do exactly? Uh, so yeah, so they're called The Film House and it's a production mm-hmm. company here in Doha. Uh, they do commercials, short films, and yeah, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And you just help them by yeah, the editing it's, and stuff? Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the editors basically, right? Mm-hmm. They have two two post-production guys and I'm the third guy. And mm-hmm. uh, I kind of help and at the same time uh, edit myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And if they have some client work, I would take that and I would do that. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it's been nice, though. I'm really loving it because I really I I like the people who are with me and I Mm -hmm. like the fact that I'm learning. Mm -hmm. And I just really love like like I could see myself like evolve, you know, and like getting feedback. Man, there is nothing close to sitting next to someone who like is really experienced and has Mm -hmm. a lot of knowledge that Mm -hmm. I can like tell you things like little by little like like he can sit next to you and he can tell you okay this is wrong you're definitely doing this right you're doing Mm -hmm. this wrong and then so you fix that and you kind of learn and you see how he thinks and takes decisions and that has been amazing you know uh group work is nice as well and it's something that i've been missing to be honest after leaving university and it's just like this environment where like they're like you're surrounded by filmmakers like actual filmmakers where like you can learn and grow from them and yeah I want to go deep into this art form and I want to grow in it so that has because been great for, for
1: you It's like you were kind of you kind of just transitioned directly into a freelancer right after you graduate and yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is kind of like the first time you actually work in a professional group of filmmakers yeah. right because when you were I mean doing freelancer yeah. it's just alone and you, you can't yes. really talk to any professional yeah. filmmakers right Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no definitely you cannot
0: talk to and you don't know whether like what are you doing is right or wrong especially mm-hmm. like from a workflow perspective and at the same time from a like business side point and so mm-hmm. that i was really hesitant on like things and but I, I learned a lot you know i think i think i'm really lucky that i had the chance to experience this like becoming mm-hmm. trying to become a freelancer before mm-hmm. i intern so mm-hmm. that when i go into a company production company i can appreciate and know everything that is in the company Right. Mm-hmm. So like when I entered, when I entered the company, like I know what everyone does. Right. Yeah. I know what the producers do. I know what, what the, the coordinators do. I don't know what the organizers do. I don't know what the editors do, what the directors do, because mm-hmm. I've put myself in a, in a position before of somebody who's trying to run a like kind of a video, like a video business. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you kind of are much more aware. And I think even you, Kai, if you go now back to a production studio, Mm-hmm. Uh, you will notice the difference like the huge difference in terms of growth and so that has been amazing to be honest
1: because uh, like uh, yeah, you, you kind of were just dealing with everything so you know exactly what what does yes. a, a like a yeah, whole yeah. process of making commercial yeah, requires yeah. right mm-hmm. so if you yeah. see like a producer or I don't know like a, like a, a, any positions you would know exactly what they're doing yeah uh, I know there mm-hmm.
0: are struggles I can understand what they're doing you know because I've been in their shoes I've done the things they they are doing but but how, how
1: does it feel like to to focus specifically on mm-hmm. one thing but uh, I actually I'm curious like do they let you get involved in, in any other part like do they let you get involved like, with the development or ideas pre-production or just like they just give you the whole thing and you just edit it
0: so because it's it's, it's, it's a production like a studio so there are people who do everything right there are specialists in everything right Mm -hmm. there are dps that are uh editors like really good editors and so there's always somebody who's like who's got a lot of experience in what he does and so uh he kind of takes that but for instance um they, they take my ideas and opinions on everything right like mm-hmm. they they would ask me if they have something that they would ask me that I'm good at you know mm-hmm. and and it's it's much more it's much more uh free than what you think mm-hmm. because it's like uh it's like a group of people who are trying to help each other you know mm-hmm. this is what I've noticed and so you're good if you're good at something yeah. then once they know that you're good at it you know by the time you like work with them and uh learn like and you know kind of cooperate uh, mm-hmm. When they know you're good at something they would start like to ask you and get your opinion and so like it's more of a like a, 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 a Like a communication mm-hmm. Thing where like the more they know about you the more they discover the more that they like trust you and like kind of Give you things and ask you about things and you know take your perspective and opinion. So that is that is that is also good uh,
1: but I, I wonder but, if but, you feel the the difference of of transitioning from one person in charge of everything Until the point that you're just very specialized in editing where technically you're not responsible for anything else, right? Because like when I remember a few times, usually if I do directing, obviously I have to see through everything, but if I get Mm. any work that just needed me to be a DP, not even Mm. an editor, right? So I work with a director, I shot everything, and then he's happy with it, and I just go and it feels so Mm. good in a way. Like if I don't don't have any emotion attached to the project that I shoot er everything Mm. and then when the day, like everything's done, I just go back home and I don't need to care about anything. And I really like that because I I mean, I don't have that pressure that I have to see through everything, There's no stress, right? Exactly, but from your perspective it's like, you don't have the pressure to think about the shots, you don't have the pressure to think about the, the production on set and everything, you just need to get all the footage and edit it not yes. that it's easy but uh, how does it feel though do you feel like a big difference Man, of,
0: uh, i do i 100 percent feel that and I, uh, I agree with that and i think um so you're not the last line of defense right you're not the last yeah. guy you can always blame somebody else who like fucked up something else <laughs> yes. you know yeah. and th- there's something nice about that uh-huh. but also there's so there's something nice which is like you don't take a lot of responsibility that kind of from a mental standpoint that kind of comforts you right of course but at the same time uh you don't have a lot of control that you have when you're directing something and at the same time you don't get to make things the way that you wanted them to right Mm -hmm. for instance like while working on this on a short film like you have a director that he eventually it's his choice his it's 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 his movie right and they get Mm -hmm. to choose what they want what kind of shots they want right Mm -hmm. whether you want it or not and so Mm -hmm. there's that point of like okay like it's comforting and at the Mm -hmm. same time hey, you don't get to have uh, everything as you want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, as long as there are people who are more experienced than me and more people who know more than me, I'm happy because that means I'm growing, right? And I'm learning from them. And and, and one thing, like, it teaches you also to be humble, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah.
1: But w- w- what do uh, you feel about working? Because since it's your first time working in a, a 9 to 5, and, yeah. you know, a lot of these filmmakers, they 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 like to not not to really like bash on it but some people tend to make it sound that it's bad or you have to uh-huh. uh have your own business or be a freelancer and stuff which i i kind of disagree because it really depends on what stage you're at you know some some people they're at the stage where they need some sort of uh, experience or, or they need to see mentorship something. right exactly yeah. Yeah. and i feel like for your cases i do uh, think that it was good for you to start it off as a freelancer, and right now you kind of transition into uh, nine to five. And I, I wonder what's your, your 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 plan though. Like, are, are you, obviously you're not going to stay there forever, but yeah. what, what are you planning to to get from this this uh, pr- production house? And wh- how much do you want to learn from them to, for you to uh, feel confident um, to go do something uh, else?
0: I, I I yeah I I I want to say like uh, I just wanna like at this point I haven't thought of like. Um, like yeah like you said like eventually I'm going to transition to doing my own thing yeah. and and right now I think like I'm really focused on like just absorbing and learning as much as possible mm-hmm. right and see where that takes me and what kind of mindset will I have later on but like going back to the like 9 to 5 thingy uh, he- here's what I like and I don't like about the 9 to 5 9 to 5 gets things done right mm-hmm. but at the same time a 9 to 5 doesn't make you, doesn't is not always efficient because sometimes you wake up, you know, in the morning and you don't feel like working, you know, Yeah. Yes. and okay. you go there and you start working and mm-hmm. you're you're getting things done but at the same time it's not really good, you know, because mm-hmm. you're not quite focused because who knows like you ha- you haven't slept well last night and it's mm-hmm. not your efficient, most efficient time you're not a morning person or whatever yeah. reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Things are aren't going are not going as much as you like as good as you wanted. And at the same time, um you are there, you're getting things done, but things are going very slowly, right? Because you're mm-hmm. not in the right mood and the right mindset. Right. And so that has been um yeah, that, that that has been like interesting like to uh kind of realize, right? Is that hard to get but, used but to? I it think though? it's good. Yeah, but perhaps you get used to it after a while. Um, uh, but it gets things done, you know, like eventually you have to do the work and you have to uh, finish and th- get things, things done. And sometimes at the beginning, you don't feel like you want to do something. But once you start mm-hmm. and you get into to, to the mood, then yeah. things start to flow for you and you kind of uh, quicken up the pace. Um, so it depends. It depends. It depends on it from a day to day. Um, and I, I, I've always been like, I haven't been a fan of the idea of like this like consistent time frame where you go to a place and get work done. As mm-hmm. if you're like a machine, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like that. But uh, there's something efficient. And there's something uh, productive about it, you know, that I haven't like have gotten my hands on yet. But let's well, see how things I, go I, further. I do,
1: I do feel like yeah, everyone is kind of different when it comes to like the most efficient time of their day. You know, some people are more mm-hmm. efficient during the night, just like you. Uh, for for me, it, sometimes in the morning I'm more efficient. Sometimes at night, it, it depends. But I do feel like. Some companies, actually here in Taiwan, they have this thing that they call it the, uh, the like like the, the system is by responsibility. So if you're responsible for a certain pro project, you don't really have to be in the office at a certain time and leave at a certain time. You can leave early or can come late, but as long as the project mm-hmm. that you had on your hand is done, then it, it doesn't really matter. And you just have to be there for meetings. And I feel like yeah, th- this should be a, a, like I feel like the system of needing to be at somewhere at a specific time and leaving at a specific time it, it's kind of old in a way I do understand you saying that it's efficient but I don't feel like it's the most efficient thing mm. you know I feel like there's better way to, to deal with it I
0: agree and um. also yeah like uh, there's that and also there's like communication right like when you are with other people you um, you are talking to someone else and you know is this like idea of like talking to your peer your co-workers mm-hmm. all of that stuff and these little things they do really matter on the long term you know uh-huh. building trust building connections and talking yeah. to other people mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure you've met a lot of like good people and great people at work too you know For they sure. wouldn't have been able For to meet if you wouldn't if you hadn't gotten your like that's actually uh, one of
1: my my favorite thing though like i actually was hesitant yeah. of, of leaving just because i i feel like okay once you leave then you're just all alone yeah. And I, I actually know a photographer. He ta- he literally told me that he really likes to be a freelancer, but it's 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 like super lonely. The lonely then, time, yeah. The it's lonely, so yeah. like yeah. He says so lonely. Yeah. He live alone. He didn't have a girlfriend. Like he just literally. He's so happy to see us whenever he <laughs> yeah. comes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. you just want to meet like-minded people, and you want to meet uh, those people, but you don't find them. You only find them at work, really. You know, it's kind Mm -hmm. of like the same thing when I hate on on school, on film school. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm a big fan of it for some reasons and I'm, I hate it for other reasons, like the bullshit around the system and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's something that you cannot deny, which is like we met at film school. We met in an English class. Yeah. yeah, You know, if that class was online, we wouldn't have been able to do this podcast. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Uh And so even the class was stupid. Who gives a shit about English class? But we met in that class. And so, yeah, uh, and
1: I, I feel like, but the thing is, don't you feel like there's, there, there should be a better way for people to meet, meet each other other than just like work, right? It should have some sort of a, a like for example in Taiwan, they have these social clubs. It's just like people just. Dude, I,
0: I'm, I'm not a big fan. You know why? Because uh, it's not random. You know, the randomness element to meeting different kind of people, that is what creates, that is what creates like good results. But if things are forced and you have meetings and you go to clubs, okay, there is a chance that you might meet someone. Uh, someone, huh. but I, I feel like it's too forced, and so it doesn't feel like uh, uh, it's not. I, it doesn't I, I feel as, as natural. Yeah, and
1: also, like at work, it's like you you both have a, a goal together, but you happen to meet each other, right? It's not like yeah. Oh, we come to talk to each other, but rather we come yes. to do something. But we we talk with each other while in the doing process. That, we the process. yeah yeah. I I guess that that developed more chemistry and more like uh, friendship because you've been through certain difficulties together, right? Instead (laughs) of just, well, I I guess it depends. You know, some people they just want to talk about specific things, some people they want to, you know, go work. But at the end of the day, if you're comfortable, that's good. If, yeah, if yeah.
0: You, yeah I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to be there, man. Uh, yeah, and I also have been freelancing on the side. So that's been interesting and trying to balance like the full time with freelancing, especially when you come back. Mm-hmm. And that's been difficult, man. It's really difficult. I don't know how the people that actually do it, mm-hmm. you know, actually do it. Because if you think about it, like you've got eight hours of work where you're giving mm-hmm. it all your time and energy mm-hmm. and then you come back home and you kind of like drained a little bit yeah. and then you have to like pick up the pace again and read, rework again. Uh-huh. Or and so that that's hard as well, especially like if you're editing, if you're like working on something, then you've edited that work and now you come back home and you continue working.
1: Uh, Oh, my God. That that was that that was actually how I was when we first started it. Like, I I, I was I was working there and then I had to get back home. Uh, I think we do it during the weekend most of the time. But the thing is, when you work from nine to five, the weekend is so precious and you don't want to Mm -hmm. let the weekend go and so yeah. that was kind of my struggle at the beginning because I didn't yeah. want to give up my weekend for the podcast but I mean we still yeah. did it and I didn't regret it so I, I think that the, while you know, doing a 9 to 5 and having freelance and having this podcast it's going to be pretty difficult for you I think that, that that's the challenge for having a 9 to 5 you really have to manage your time pretty well yeah you do man, otherwise, YouTube, there's no time especially when you, you really come have back little home, time. especially when you come mm-hmm. back home you know, you, you,
0: that is the trickiest part, right? Because if you're sleepy, if you're relaxed, you kind of have to rewire and I, yourself. I, I, I really would suggest you again.
1: to find, find a routine for that. Cause like either you come back home, you just go straight to bed and s- sleep and you wake up early. Dude, that is, that is, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> that is my struggle lately. Yeah. Uh, because I'll the thing just is, anything bed.
1: that you do after you come back home, it's not going to be productive anyways. So why don't you just yeah. go straight to sleep, wake up like five or something. And then you are gonna have like four hours of, of gap that you can do something. And then, Mm. had to work that's that's actually what yeah. i used to do just so i can have some free time because when yeah. i get back home i just eat and i sleep so
0: but yeah i have a question though like uh, the, when you nap right when you yeah. take a nap do you wake up because when i take a nap i feel like i'm way less um uh, i feel like i don't feel like working you know when i wake up from a nap
1: I just want it, to relax it, it depends on the time of the nap it really matters mm. So usually, and also uh, they they talked about it I, like when you sleep before like uh, right between asr and maghrib, uh, I mean mm-hmm. like between like four four to six, four, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a bad time. It's really a bad time. You should sleep, mm. like usually the best best time to take a nap is during lunch, and after the sun goes down, don't take nap. Either you just sleep and, and just sleep all the way, like. Yeah, well, it, that's it, what it, I've it, been doing. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> napping, napping a- after the sun goes down is really bad. And you get even more tired, actually. It, didn't, it doesn't give you energy. Mm. So, like, just go sleep. It screws sleep. you up
0: as well. Because yes, the next day yes. you, you cannot and sleep. You might wake, you wake, up 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 you yeah. wake
1: up at 3 a.m. You wake up at 3 a.m. and then the whole day is just ruined. So, I, I really suggest to take a nap at lunch. It's really good. I, I love taking a nap mm. at lunch. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 20 minutes 20 yeah. minutes and, and you feel super energetic drink a coffee or something mm.
0: yeah. yeah that's good so y- you also had your lantern festival
1: right shooting yeah that, that's what I've been it? doing That that's that's what's up with my hairstyle, you know, I, cause so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we were in the middle of, of the, we had like a day off because it was Valentine's day, you know, they, they wanted us to take a break. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that day, like I went to have a haircut, went back home and, and stuff. So th- there's a lot of things going on. That's why I say some people, they don't know who I am because everyone's just doing their own thing. You know, that's like the, the, the whole place, but it was really fun. I, I'm going to show you.
0: Oh, I'm excited! I'm excited to see. And uh, did you go somewhere else like the last time, or was it in Taipei?
1: Yeah, it was in Taipei. It, it was it was actually really interesting. It's at the very old, uh, like night market. I don't know if you ever heard of a night market. In Asia, is a really big thing.
0: Night market? Well, do they like sell food? We have yeah, like yeah, yeah. food. It's basically okay.
1: like like a whole street, and there's like booth of selling food, clothes, games, toys, and basically like the the, the whole area people they, they go hang out there at night because we we, we live mm-hmm. at the night at night we, we love hang having cool. activities and eat at night so like yeah. basically i just shoot at that area and then they had lanterns and everything but that's what's been up. yeah
0: so how, how what's the difference between this festival lantern and the last one like how has been your experience like um between this and that was this one easier because you did that one before or Uh, have you had more struggle because there were different people like how was it on set
1: Uh, this one is really bad this one okay yeah I might not show you (laughs) because right now the editing it's not really the the thing is because the the previous one we had so much time to prepare because of COVID they delayed it Mm. for like half a year so oh my god I had like six months to think about the whole thing so everything Mm. is uh, pretty well thought through but this time uh, I was working on another project but right after i finished that one we immediately go to the lantern festival so i had to use my experience from the previous lantern festival to decide what to shoot so everything is based on experience Mm -hmm. and we just get all the shot that we need and now i need to edit into something uh, watchable that that's the situation Mm -hmm. but before it's like okay Uh i can think about okay this is uh, i can think about the whole flow you know i know what i need to get shot and i already thought about the whole kind of like the story it's not really a story but like the whole flow of the the video but this one is like I got all the footage I have to make something out of it so it's a bit more difficult Mm, because the shots are not meant yeah yeah exactly I didn't shoot the shot like before it's like every shot is meant for specific thing and I know what shot is gonna be the next one this one is not you know
0: this one you have to figure out dude I I also Mm. have the same thing I recently shot this Mm. commercial for this Mm. like construction company yeah, and I I I went before the shoot like like a week before, and I kind of got had got an idea, yeah. but I really didn't have time. Mm-hmm. So I also went and I shot like all, everything that I could get my hands on, mm-hmm. and now I have the, all of this footage, and I need to figure out how I put it into a story, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. So I'm I'm kind of in your shoes in your situation. Uh,
1: but actually, <laughs> I I wanted to make a, a an episode talking about this because I think run and gun. I think that that's what they call run and gun. You just go and you shoot. Yeah. You know, it okay. it, it does have. I do have some some thoughts on it because I I've done enough to know what to do in certain situations. But I think dude, we can, that would we, be nice. We can talk about. Yeah. Uh, we can make another episode talking about run and gun because there, yeah. there's a lot of interesting technique to make the whole thing work. Just like if you see uh, Peter McKinnon, his stuff are pretty planned uh, without having a plan. That's all Mm. I can say. But anyways, we can leave Mm. it for another episode, I think. Uh, Yeah, yeah.